right. Well, hey, we're excited to have Tom Hanna here. Tom is the talent acquisition leader with Ideal Industries, and Tom's got a lot of experience in, as a talent acquisition leader and has been around the block and, and I think can bring a lot of uh, insight to our topic. And so, Tom, you know, when your team approves a position to be brought in your company, what elements are clearly calibrated so that everyone is on the same page? You know, what are your focus areas? So it's, it's a variety of things. Typically, we find that the typical job description isn't sufficient to really kick off a recruiting process. That's more a list of tasks and responsibilities, but it doesn't really get into the, the depth of the role. So we do a formal intake discussion for every position that we, we work on. And that intake discussion typically includes the hiring, uh, hiring manager as well as the HRVP. Um, that intake discussion gets into things like attributes of top performers, how performance is gonna be measured, what the culture of the team looks like, um, what, uh, what, what looks like success in the role. We get into a lot of detail and then we combine that with an understanding of the competencies needed for the position. We follow uh, what's called the Laminger competency model that was developed by Corn Ferry. So we also look at the competencies that are necessary for somebody in these particular roles. And we do this literally role by role uh, within the organization. Utilizing that information then as we, we talk about all this, these different components of the position, what it takes to be successful, what does uh, success look like in the first six months, in the first year, all those sorts of things. We take that and build an interview template, uh, basically for phone interviewing candidates and talking to candidates about themselves and their skills and their attributes and successes and things along those lines to try to determine which candidates are going to be the best fit for the role. But that phone screen template is all built out based on competencies, intake discussion, job description, all these different things that are rolled together to make this, um, you know, cohesive process at the front end of the, the search. The compensation conversation happens in the intake discussion as well. So we have the HRBP on the call. And if it's a role that we've filled before, we typically understand the, the band and the salary target for the role. If it's a new position, we often have to go back to our compensation department where they might go out and do some survey data and understand where we're at positioned in the market. But generally speaking, we have an understanding of compensation. Now with restrictions in asking about compensation in the legal restrictions and asking about compensation in the interview process, we'll share the range with the candidate and say, hey, uh, is this range acceptable for you at this point in time? Um, so we utilize that sort of approach to ensure we're still at least getting in the right compensation range for the, the position based on where we are as an organization. Um, so we always have that discussion very openly and very early in the process to ensure we're not wasting the candidate's time or wasting the time of the hiring manager along the way. Let's talk about the pitfalls. You know, you've done this a long time. It's not always going to go perfect in calibrating roles and, and mm -hmm. getting the right person. You know, what happens where you, you feel like you're not aligned or there's a, an issue? So there's two, two ways to approach that. If the alignment is off, then it's going back to that manager and going, look, we're still not talking right. Let's maybe involve your boss in this conversation as well. Um, not to intimidate the hiring manager or to scare the hiring manager, but to ensure we've got some additional input in the process. Maybe that senior level individual can bring a different perspective to the, to the search. 
help us understand how to think about things more broadly. And frankly, maybe it's me. Maybe I've missed something along the way. So I want to make sure I've got all this data to share. We document the intake discussion. We document our phone screens. We document the number of candidates we've seen. So we've got all this data that we could share and we can talk through. It's hard to argue with the numbers and it's hard to argue with the detail, right? So we can always have that discussion very openly, very honestly, and try to ensure that when we do recalibrate, we're going about it the right way and we have additional input and we're keeping everybody informed along the way. I hate surprising a VP, hate surprise, surprising a hiring manager as well. Shouldn't be any surprises in the process at any point in the time along the way. So that's typically the approach that I've tried to take. And, you know, I think uh, in terms of other challenges, I think it's ensuring that we've got uh, the right tools aligned as well. So right now, one of the things we're, we're working on is building out an assessment instrument. Uh, what's the right assessment instrument to use in the front end of the process that's aligned with the competencies and traits that we typically look for at various levels in the organization? So we're doing that. We're looking at quality of hire measures to try to ensure that we're doing it right. We're looking for the right candidates. We're getting that right person in the organization. So we're trying to take this, this longer term view of how we go about talent acquisition, ensuring we've got the right people to build the business over time. So those are some of the challenges I think that um, are inherent in what we do in talent acquisition. No, Tom, it's great. You know, I, you can tell you're so thorough with what you're doing um, from our beliefs of a best practice consideration. You're basically hitting every one of them. So um, we really you appreciate to say this stuff, Ben. <laughs> Insight. And, and I think for people that are maybe younger in their career in talent acquisition, I'm sure you didn't do all of that your first two years doing it, right? You no. learned, learned a lot of it as you went. Maybe, maybe speak to that a little bit. Well, I think part of what we have to do as a in talent acquisition is mentoring, right? Both young talent coming into the function as well as our leaders. Many of our leaders maybe hire once, twice a year if they're if they're fortunate. So what we have to do is mentor and grow those leaders as well, so they understand the marketplace, the the uh, talent acquisition process, how we go about evaluating the marketplace, how we share the information, how we communicate this. We have to make sure that we're really always uh, trying to help people along the way. And developing young talent in talent acquisition, so critical because you're right, first two years, nobody knows it all, right? Um, you're fortunate to even know the questions to ask a candidate in the first two years. So a lot of mentoring, a lot of grooming, a lot of spending time together and ensuring people get comfortable and start thinking about things in a bigger picture standpoint. Um, what we're trying to do in talent acquisition, how we're trying to drive results uh, by bringing great talent to the business. So getting them thinking bigger picture, I think is key as well. Yeah. Well, maybe one last one I have is, um, right, there's business objectives, there's a sense of urgency to get things moving, filled, et cetera. How does speed, how does speed sometimes negatively affect the quality of hire? Uh, so I don't, uh, I'm going to be politically incorrect. Um, I'm not a fan of the butts and seat mentality. I think that's an error on the part of many talent acquisition functions to just get somebody in the role to fill the position. Quality is more important. Let's, if it takes me an extra 30 days to find that right hire, that's 30 days well spent. So 
don't rush through the process. Don't jam the process through just to get somebody in place. Make sure it's the right person for the organization. I think sometimes the, the drive to time to fill is the wrong metric. It's an efficiency metrics. It's not an, a, a measure of, of effectiveness in the role. It's just a matter of doing things quick. So let's think about it again on a bigger term basis and not just jam somebody into the role to fill the position. Oh, that's well said. I, I appreciate it. Well, Tom, hey, thanks for all your insight. Um, we, we appreciate everything and look forward to staying connected. Appreciate it. Sounds good. Sounds good, Ben. Thank you for the time. Thank you.